Let's talk about how it was just Prime Day and I bought a cribbage board because <laughs> I'm really excited about it. And uh, and I realized that it makes me sound like an old man. No, that I'm really excited about cribbage. It's a board game. But nobody knows what cribbage is, no. is what I'm learning. I made a post about it on my Instagram story. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I got a that. single response. Like, oh, man. Actually, no, no, no. I got, I got two responses. One from my best friend, Rebel. Rebel. Who was like, yes, old man, I'll play cribbage with you. Oh. What a jerk. And then one from a girl I went to high school with who was like, oh, my God, I love cribbage. And I was like, thank you. No one in Los Angeles knows what cribbage is. And she was like, that's insane. You have to teach them. Yeah. So. That's what I'm going to do. I bought job. a cribbage board and it's now my life's mission to teach everyone in Los Angeles and the world what cribbage the world. is. Yes. Did I show you? Get closer. This, uh, okay, Google. Lumos. Isn't that cool? Oh my God. Wait. <laughs> I have Google. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, Google. Knox. Okay, Google. Lumos. <gasps> right? I'm a wizard. So cool. I learned that at my brother's bachelor party. <laughs> That's so dope. Genius. Look at you go. I'm a wizard, Isn't Harry. Cool? Okay. All right. I'm Chris, your noob. Hi, once again, this is Weebo and the Noob. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. 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 You know, oh, I've, so always, sorry. I've always wanted to be in a musical. Wait, We're did we just talk about this? this? Again. We are not doing this again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well, hello there, everybody. Thank you for coming back. And here's a little kiss for you. Is that anything we're going to do now? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kiss little ear holes. No. There's a little tongue in for you. Oh my god. No, this is not an NSFW ASMR thing, okay? Oh. Let me do this. Let me do this. Hi. Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you ate today and you drank today and you're loved and you're appreciated. I just spilled all over myself. Can I talk to them, please? <laughs> well, welcome back, friends. Today we're going to be discussing Cowboy Bebop episodes 11 and 12. We're halfway done. I was going to say that officially makes us halfway done. Um, I think the last 24 episode show that we watched was Tokyo Ghoul. Right. But that was over two seasons, right? Yeah. Because each season was 12 episodes. Well, should we just jump right on into this? Uh, well, no, we can't. We have a recap. Sorry. Are you out of your damn mind, woman? I'm sorry. Yes, it's been a long day. Recap. Uh, recap is last week we met. In a world. Oh. Edward. Edward! Yeah. We met Edward, our beautiful non-binary baby. We sure did, and I don't. Uh, and we learned a little bit about Jet's past and his relationship with his ex-lady. Oh, that's right. And that's it. Yeah. What else? Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you need to say about it? No, I um, think that's... Well, Edward's now part of the Bebop yes, crew. Yes, Edward weaseled, weaseled their way onto the Bebop. Yep. And Because the Bebop had no choice. And Jet finally threw away his fucking uh, pocket watch because it only closure. went to 15, so it didn't work anyway. Yeah. 
Nice. What yeah. did Faye do last week? Faye suntanned. Faye suntanned, that's right. With her her, her uh, tickled Bigly Jitties. Now I remember. <laughs> that's what I happened. I thought you were going to say her itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow black and white bikini. Wait. Wait. I don't wait. remember what color the bikini it was. was. I was white. focused elsewhere. Oh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh? Am I though? No, hmm. you're not. And I don't blame you. No, she had this really nice like chain wrapped around her leg too. She looked very classy. She's a beautiful woman. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's the end of the recap. So we're now free to move around the cabin. He's, there you go. Well, shall we? Uh, let's talk about Cob Bud Boy. Episode eleven: Toys in the Attic. <laughs> nice. Now, for those of you who don't know about this episode, this episode doesn't really like contribute much to the storyline of Cowboy Bebop. It's more like a Halloween special because, as I mentioned to Chris mm -hmm. earlier, in anime, usually some shows do Halloween specials, Christmas specials. They have these different kinds of stories just to kind of fill in the show. Mm -hmm. So this is definitely a filler sure. episode. So I told him like it's it's a little silly. Yeah, it's also could be because this is a single location episode, so it could also be considered a bottle episode. A bottle episode. Yeah, which is a term for like an episode in like a Gee, sitcom or something that just takes place in a single location or like a single room. This isn't oh. technically a single room, but you know that happens in TV shows. Is like something a happens, so they have to stay in one room or uh, whatever. And that's what it's called. Yeah, it's called a bottle no episode, idea. and this is kind of a bottle episode. You learn something new every yeah. day. And this well, is a weird one, so let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. So we open with a weird POV. Yeah. That I can't see jack shit. <laughs> I can't see a damn thing, to be honest. It's just, it's how can we describe it? It's like you're it's in a like, tunnel. Here's but red. You you are. I see red. You are a tiny little baby. A mole person. Emerging from the birth canal, <laughs> but you took a wrong turn somewhere. And you're also making. And you're also Noises. you're you're also a little thirsty. You got the visual? Great. <laughs> so yes, we open up to narration. Captain's log. <laughs> Star. It is space. In space. Yeah, so it's Jet logging into his space log for the first time in this entire show. He's basically saying that being a bounty hunter is freelance work and you're self-employed, but when there's no work, then you're not eating very much, yeah, you're not doing very much, yada, yada, Yeah, the yada. thing about being self-employed is like, if you can't find work, then hey, you're not working. Pretty much. So they're not working. Nope. Evidently. And they're all just sleeping around the bebop while uh, Faye and Jet are gambling. During this episode, they talk about lessons. Yeah, and I wasn't sure where this came from. Neither did I. It right. was, this was the thing in the show when I was like, when watching it again, I'm like, I don't understand what they're doing with these. Mm -hmm. I think they're just like either making it haha funny lessons uh -huh. or if they're taking it seriously or like they're trying to show us from each character's point of view, like what they think in life. Maybe because yeah, each, I think each character gives a different lesson, right? They do. Yeah. Interesting. You kind of like get inside their brain. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of, uh, a lot of narration in, it, yes, in this episode. In this episode. So we get our, our lesson one from who? Jet. From Jet. What is what's the lesson? Did we even see? I think it was just when you're self-employed, you're not working. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, good lesson. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, not wrong. Uh, our destiny, if you like. But when you're out of money, you start thinking about quick cash. And that's the lesson. It's like you're not working. Yeah, all right. But when times are tough, you get backed into a corner. You have to start thinking about quick cash. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So while they're gambling, Spike's cooking up some kebabs. Those look good, TVH. I know, and it was so sad when he bit into it and he was like... Bleh. I know, because it like, looks what? really good. What do you mean they taste bad? 
Probably just overcooked the meat, but those onions, mm, they look great. So uh, Faye and uh, Jet, Jet thank is you, his name. They're gambling, and she puts the dice in the cup, and she's like, evens or odds? And he goes, even. And she's like, are you sure? And he's like, mm, wait, no, make it odd. I mean, you got a 50-50 shot, shot, man. Pretty much. Also, Jet is ripped. He is uh, in his boxers and nothing more <laughs> in this scene. Oh, he's cooking those kebabs with his flamethrower. That's what I just said. Did you, you said that? I didn't hear that. No. I said it, it bothered me. I need to listen better. <laughs> so she's like, are you sure? And he's like, uh, yes, I'm sure. I, I choose odd. And then we get a cl- glimpse of her little pretty anklet on her uh, leg. Yeah. Is that important? Did I miss something? Yeah, that's important. Oh. You were too busy eating your noodles. I was eating attention. noodles while we watched the show. See, this is what, with anime, it's so hard <laughs> to eat food because you have to focus because either with animation they tell you something or if you're watching in sub, you have to watch the sub continuously. Right. So we see the anklet. It's very important. So don't yes. forget it. Don't forget it. She moves it with her ankle. And then we pan up and we see the dice. And it's snake eyes, even. Snake eyes. And Which Jet, is one and one, by the way, in case you didn't know. Jet is defeated. With, oh, no! no! Cut to the beautiful looking kebabs. Look at that. They look great. I mean, they look charred, but mm, like that. that's I good, mean, too. I mean, I like charred. Yeah. So we see beautiful Ed just sleeping away. And they're saying that they're full and they can't eat anymore. So obviously they, they ate good. Which is- I thought they were just dreaming that they ate good. Uh that might be it. That was my. That might be it. Thought. That's pretty smart. <laughs> Thank you. I'm burping a lot. Excuse me. So, Faye's like, actually, I would prefer cash. I'm not a pawn shop, you know. And we see that she has everything that this man owes, from his bonsai trees to his clothes. Uh-huh. She owns everything besides his arm. I'm surprised he didn't give her. All right. His <laughs> arm. I was waiting for that, but. I didn't think about it. And she's like, I wonder well, if he can take it off. Can he take it off? I don't know. I don't know. But he takes something else off. <laughs> yep, because he's like, well, you won. I keep my word. I'm a man and, of my uh, word. So he stands up. And, I wish I was Mike. And then for the next 10 seconds, all we see is straight peen on the screen. No, we don't. I wish, though. Jet can get it. Okay. So Jet throws his boxers as Spike is entering the room with the kebabs. And he's like, oh, no. you! I told you not to play with her. <laughs> And he's like, you can't win. And it just makes you think that, oh, did Spike play against her? He must have. Maybe. He must have. I mean, but he played with her before, like, in the in the casino. And then he bites into his kebab, and he's like, this is gross, which that's a, that's a heartbreak. Right I mean, there. if you're starving, you got to eat it anyway, you know? Honestly. And also, be careful when you cook and you are hungry. Don't fuck up your food. No. Meanwhile, in the birth canal. Noise. 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 Uh, we see a rat running and steam coming from the pipes in one of the ships, which catches Ayn's attention. So we're like, oh, something's huh? happening. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Jet is still naked. Not sleeping. Is he actually naked? He is, because he grabs a blanket in this room. Nice. To cover up. Yeah, we don't see his... We see his silhouette, but no, no silhouette of his peen. Damn it! God damn it! Is he like a Ken doll? Probably a grower, not a show. You know, it's probably... He <gasps> lost it when he lost his arm. No! That Sorry, man. Everything. That explains oh, no. why he is so uptight. Oh. That explains why he couldn't stay in his relationship. He couldn't satisfy his lady. Shut up. That's not it at That's all. That's what she meant when she was no. like, okay. So he's also going, his narration's continuing, saying that humans were meant to work and sweat and earn a living. And those who try to get rich quick or live at the expense of others all get divine retribution somewhere along the line. So that's part of his lesson. He also mentions, like, unfortunately, we forget these lessons that we've learned, and some of them will have to be relearned all over again. It's an ever-going process. 
like you know yeah. you have to remind yourself of things all the time absolutely so he's got his blanket and he's all covered up and he's sneezing and he's just Achoo. like Achoo. and then he notices a fridge mm-hmm. and he's like i don't remember that fridge being there maybe there's some Ooh, those legs and then we see the birth canal happening again this little red <laughs> happening and then we get Faye's lesson real quick Real quick. Like, it just goes back to where she is and goes right to her lesson, saying, like, survival of the fittest is the law of nature. We deceive or we are deceived. Thus we flourish or perish. Nothing good ever happens to her when she trusts others. That's the lesson. I hate that lesson. I mean, I kind of agree with her, though. I know that I knew that you would, but I hate that lesson. I know you hate, but why do you hate that lesson? (laughs) Because... I don't know. I'm 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 such a trustworthy person. You are, but have you ever been let down? I mean, sure, but like not in a drastic enough way, and also the point where you're not willing to forgive or trust anyone of that nature. No, but also like I'm such a forgive and forget kind of person. Wish I wish I was. I know, and like I know that it's to a detriment sometimes, and also like I recognize like I'm in a really privileged position to be able to do that. Mm. Like I've not been wronged, and also like I'm not treated negatively by people that don't know me for any prejudice reasons or anything Mm -hmm. but like because of all those reasons like i i'm very trust i I trust people way too easily yeah and i don't know but like i i I like that about myself (laughs) i know not to be like all sob about it but i used to be just like that too where i trusted a lot of people and i was very trustworthy but they just kind of took advantage of it and i just got sick of it so or you know what um i did i did like i cannot remember there's like a personality test that'll it'll tell you like your fucking uh, Myers Briggs. Yeah, it's 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 a Myers Briggs test, but it's like a specific one that'll like really break it down for you, and it's beautiful. Ooh. I wish I could remember the website. It's not sixteen. Um, it might be sixteen personalities. That's not a good one. That's not a right one. I think you're wrong. No, I got it from a reliable source saying that that's not really the right. Regardless, um, when I took that quiz, it gave me like a line that described me, and I thought it like really hit the nail on the head. It was like. Trust few, love all, do wrong to none. And I think that describes me really well. That sounds like a Shakespeare quote. Maybe. But, like, I think that that fits me pretty well. And, I mean, Uh, it goes against what I just said is, like, trust few. But I guess, like, you know, I don't. But you love all. Like, I don't confess everything to everybody. But, like, I I do love love everybody. And I will give, like, anyone the benefit of the doubt. And anyone. So, like, in that regard. So, I don't know. And I, I think, that. yeah. Okay. I admire that about you. Thanks. I'm glad you're like that. <laughs> Thank you. So moving on, that was her lesson. Which is why I don't think she can be my waifu. I don't think we would uh, get along. I don't think we wouldn't get along, but we would definitely disagree a little too much. But she's pretty. She is pretty, but that's not the only requirement. No, but you're allowed to think that she's pretty. I do think she's pretty. I never said she wasn't pretty. She got the tickle bigly jitties. <laughs> but you're an ass man. I know, but it's fun to say tickle bigly jitties. <laughs> So then Spike comes up behind her and he's like, how much did you swindle? She's like, oh, a word like that could damage my reputation. He just had a run of bad luck. Are you calling me a hustler? And then he comes over and he kicks her anklet that's on her ankle. And he's like, oh, well, he just didn't know about this. And as he moves it, we see the dice oh, go okay. to snake eyes. So gotcha. she cheated again. See, I thought they were just like crooked dice or something. I didn't, I, I, I didn't see that. He gave that. me loaded. I didn't see that they were just sitting there idle and then I don't know the reference. You don't know the road to El Dorado? No, I don't know. Oh my God. I don't know that I've ever actually seen that movie. Oh, it's so good. 
good. That's what it's I hear. It's so good. I can't think you of the time I've like ever actually seen an it, though. animated kid's film. Like, there were a few that were like, Ugh. and All then right. there were a few that were like, really good. Road to El Dorado. Right. Masterpiece. I didn't see that they were just sitting idle before they moved, yeah. so that was my B. Then she just, she's like, that's part of the skill of the game, you know? And he's like, well, you can at least give him his clothes back. No one wants to see the, the peen around here. <laughs> I do. So she's, I'll rent them to him. She's just always trying to hustle people. She is. I mean, she's she's got a lot of debt. Like yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of debt. So she's, I, I understand where she's coming from. Sure. And, you know, it's a quick flirting back and forth between Faye and Spike being like, oh, you, you're greedy. When all of a sudden the alarm rings and we're like, oh, we have an alarm on the B-Lot? Oh, Oh, yeah. for the other room, because we see them all running. We see Jet on the floor groaning, and he's like, something bit me. Something bit me. Something bit me. We were both thinking the same thing. <laughs> Look at us go. And then Spike's like, what do you mean you got bit by something? And we see Ayn's kind of growling, doing his dog thing. So something's a, a foot. <sighs> and they all hear a noise, and they look over, and they just see a rat. And so they're like, ugh, what a waste of time. You called an emergency meeting for A rat. A rat. Jet's like, I swear it wasn't the rat. Look, 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 I, I got a weird mark on the back of my neck. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How would yeah, he know that he has a weird time. mark on his neck? He I can't see know. back there. He's a cyborg. Maybe his head can turn. It can't. 360 degrees. It can't. So then Jet's like, Spike, it happened near the old refrigerator. And Spike's just like, uh, oh, refrigerator. <laughs> Jet's like, yeah, you have any idea where it came from? And then Spike's like, hmm, maybe. I wonder if He's it like, was. Oh, God, I forgot. I uh, can't remember. Nope, nope, nothing. Sorry. He's so sometimes so then all of a sudden we see Ayn still growling away at the fridge <laughs> until he notices everyone's gone so he decides to leave mm-hmm. so back in the kind of chill area of the bebop uh we see that spike is helping jet with his mark on his neck and he gives him like this powder and he's like oh it works on everything besides nearsightedness and cavities and which then, are two very different things i know two very different things but they don't work on that apparently so then jet's like i don't really want that do you have any real medicine and then spike's like uh i have this and he holds up a dried ass salamander disgusting <laughs> he's like you squish this and boil it in three cups of water until it's a green goo and then you drink it which that i can't gross. how would that work gross. how would that turn into goo I goopy mean, goo if you grind it with water. What did wait? Did he say grind it? Did I miss yeah. that? Oh, okay, I thought he just said like throw it in there. No, no, no. God, I am so bad at paying attention to things. You really are. Jeez, <laughs> Sorry, I am uh, loaded. So then Jet's just like I don't know, and then Spike's like I have something different. You want to try this? And he's like Oh yeah, I'll try this one. And before he could get the words out, edgewise, it's it's a scorpion. Bitch. In some cultures, <laughs> it's a luxury. It's a delicacy. Delicacy. And then Jet's just like, I'll take the dried salamander. Ayn is still seeing something. He's chasing at something. Yeah, and he's like barking and clawing up the ship. <laughs> so Spike pours him some matcha. But if it is matcha, here's a little tea lesson for you. Considering the fact that they haven't been eating very well, I assume that Spike, that 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 uh, Jet does not have a full stomach. And if you drink matcha on an empty stomach, boy, you're going to wish you were dead. That's all I'm going to say. Is it because you get the shit? No, you just it just it it just hurts your stomach so bad. Hmm. Like it's like Coffee equal parts, but like for some reason matcha, it's like equal parts nausea and cramps. That's terrible. Like it just it it hurts so bad. That's terrible. And it sucks that like some people will drink matcha not knowing that, and then they'll think matcha is terrible, but matcha is amazing. 
it is an acquired taste also because mm. it is gross when you first drink it but you gotta power through that no, it's so good no. he hands jet the drink and just just like great i feel a lot sicker than i did before as long as you don't think about it i mean yeah. you're drinking ground ups so fucking weird. lizard gross ground up lizard that and sounds gross just just like do i look pale or what and spike's just like you're always pale like cute little banter and then Faye walks in. She's like, what is that awful smell? It's herbal medicine. And she's like, oh, that's swill? Disgusting. And they're just talking about like how it smells like roadkill mm-hmm. or like turpentine. And poor Jet's over here like, do you mind? I got to drink, drink this, this shit. Ugh. And he doesn't even hold his nose when he drinks it. He I just know. I thought that he downs- would. I know. I was waiting for that. He but he's a big, chugs. tough, strong man. I know. I blah, 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 blah. Then he drinks it and he immediately pukes. <laughs> I love when they lean in. They lean in waiting for his reaction, and he just fucking pukes, which is the same. Is that puke? Or he drops it. Either way, he just falls immediately to the floor, and he's out. Yeah, and Spike's just like, quit joking around. What's going (laughs) on? You silly Ben. Oh, wait. He's dead. No. Oh, no, no, no. He's not dead. No, we just see that he's got this very ominous purple glowing mark on the back of his neck. What kind of rat was this? Jet's out for the count while Spike's kind of like doing some research on what kind of, uh, what belongs to this bite. Yeah. He took like some sample from the bite and was like, let's microfiche. It's not a microfiche, but no. I just really like that word. <laughs> so Spike's just like, it's not poison. If it is, we don't have it on this database, but I'm going to check some familiar toxins to see what it is. And he's like, oh, is it cryptoscophilogen? That's not it. Is it a uh, cholera? No, that's not cholera. It. How about Ebola virus? Oh no! How about coronavirus? Just kidding. I mean, it would have been so. How weird! <laughs> I was about How to say it'd be weird. so cool, it'd be so timely, but actually, it wouldn't it be cool. Been terrifying, timely, actually. sure. Yes. But uh, I mean, yeah. this is the year 2070, so it, coronavirus could have been a thing. True. Yeah. Well, it would have been wasn't, if but... this is the world. If this is this world. But they did mention Ebola. Ebola was a big deal yeah. a while back. Uh, Ebola was also a big deal in the nineties. Oh, yeah, Ebola has always been around. But so uh, while all this is happening, Ayn's just barking up a storm, and <laughs> everyone's <laughs> like, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" And part of me is just like, "Um, the dog's trying to tell you something." Dogs see ghosts. Yes, you should know do. that. So then Spike's like, "I don't think this was some kind of rat. What do you think it could be?" And beautiful little edward just pops up and they're like well it's a mystery space creature like it's spooky attack of the horrible alien life got so much better when ed joined the team ed's great we love ed we do and then spike's like yeah it could be possible but yeah right no and then edward's like well what is it if it's not on the database right look the pairs are abnormal and listen edward's a smart ass kid so I would trust Ed. That it's a horrible alien. A horrible alien. And then Spike's like, no, maybe it was just a rat that went through mutation and evolved into a creature of some kind. And then Faye's like, oh, wow, that's a really dumb idea. Just like Ed's thing about the space creature. Well, I mean, either way, whether it's a mysterious alien or a mutated rat, you're dealing with something that you have no idea what it is. Yeah, so Faye, don't be so close You got to treat it like it's a mysterious alien, alien either way. Exactly. And I love it when Ed talks to Ayn. It's so cute! Look at them! Because they're both weirdos. They are. Back in the... Birth canal. We actually see something! And it's a naked lady? Not any naked lady. It's it's Faye. Faye in the bathtub. It's Faye's naked lady with her Jiggle Biggly Titties. in the bathtub. Oh, wait, I fucked up. Tiggle Biggly Titties. Tiggle Biggly Titties. 
So she's chilling in the bathtub, reading with her legs over the side. Which... What do you think she's reading? I think it's Hamlet. It's just a square. It's a square. <laughs> I would say something. <laughs> it's a geometry book. It, no. This is a square. This is a circle. This is a triangle. You are a smart woman now. <laughs> nice. So as she's bathing, we see something kind of fall from the, the vent. It goes ploop. And we're like, oh. So she looks over the side. She's as curious as the rest of us. And she looks up because she saw it came from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So she's just kind of like, uh, I saw something, but meh. This is when I thought it was a cockamouse from How I Met Your Mother. Half cockroach, half mouse. Oh, nice. Because, I mean, what we saw fall from the ceiling was like a like a brown blob. Blob, yeah. And I was like, hmm, cockamouse. Yeah, and then this scene, this scene alone makes me very wary of sleeping with my leg off the side of the bed. Really? Yes. Because her leg is off the side of the bathtub, and it's just ominous music playing. So you know she's probably going to get bit. Damn. Exposed skin. So while this is happening, uh, Spike and Edward are bonding. And Spike's like, all right, these are monitors that locate heat, source, heat sources. We usually, usually, oh my god, I can't talk. We usually use these to track down bounty hunters when they're gone and when they've gone into hiding. And Ed's all excited and cute. Look how little, so cute. And then Spike's like, try it on. Can you see me? And then Edward's like, whoa, yeah. And this is legit. This is predator vision. It's so cute. It is. That's what we're getting now, yeah. Pretty much. And then Spike's like, all right, well, I'm going to test it. Don't move till I tell you. And before oh. you get the words out in edgewise, he's gone. And he's gone. And he's but like, hey, wait. where are you going? Wait, did you see but what it? is that on the floor? <gasps> what is that on the floor? It's a little thing. And it's it, a, oh, oh, well, oh, it's gone. It's gone. Spike's just like, oh, that was nothing. That was weird. I know. My machine broke. It was so dumb. He's like, oh, it must be just a malfunction. He's like, no, No, dude, that's literally what you brought it out for. You literally brought it out to look for anything weird. You saw something weird and you're like, oh, whatever. It just doesn't work. No. Stupid. Idiot. Moron. Hey, that's Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) So Faye comes out with a look of shock and. And nothing on. No, she's wearing (laughs) a rope. You could just see her titties. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> My goodness. So she's like, do you remember the theory that you had about the rat that went through a mutation? And he's like, uh, yeah. And she's like, well, what do you think happens when you get bit by it? He's like, well, I don't know. I had to do some more tests and I have to catch it to figure it out. But I'm guessing. And then Faye just goes, death. Death? Death? Covered in so blood? Yeah. Oh, just to set the scene for you, Jet is completely passed out on the couch. No movement at all. Like, before he was moving when they were running tests, but mm-hmm. now he's, like, out. He's out. For the he's count. dead and covered in... He is not. Blood? So then Faye gets in her little melodrama way, and she's like, why does it have to be this way? I have so much to live for. I'm still young. I haven't committed any crimes. Well, at least not bad ones. Oh, poor me. Oh, oh, it's me. Oh, it's me. And then she faints. Not, not faints, but she, like, gets down on the ground, and Spike's like, okay, you need to calm down. And, but my favorite line is she's like, I'm so young. I'm so full of life. And Spike's like, full of what now? I mean, she's full of life. She's very spry. <laughs> she's very energetic. No, but she's very like, I don't trust anyone type of thing. Like, yeah, not I guess so. Life, she know? doesn't, she doesn't grab life by the horns. She's very pessimistic. Then she gets down on the floor and we see that, uh-oh, she's got a purple glowy mark on her calf. That's where I want to get a tattoo. Really? Back to the birth canal. Back to the birth canal. We're almost canal. out, baby. We're not even halfway done with this episode. Time of birth. I know. I was talking about the time of birth. Oh. Well, hey, we got the half minute mark with the creepy music in the background. Ooh. But what does the X-Files theme song sound like? Totally. 
so then we get Edward with Ayn, and they're just talking about their lesson. It's, it's their lesson. It's, uh, it's a good lesson. I like this one. It is. And it's like, go looking for... I'll have them tell it. I'll have them tell it. Wise words. That's a terrible lesson. Wise words. <laughs> I love it. If you see a stranger, follow them. I mean... Ed is fearless. Depending on who you are and where you live, it might yeah. not be a bad lesson. Yeah. In most cases, probably not a good lesson. Yeah. In some cases, adventure of a lifetime. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, Edward is just very adventurous. As a rule of thumb, don't, don't, don't. Don't, don't. do it. For your safety. Just don't. Just for your safety. Unless. No. Unless this person is wearing, has a rabbit tattoo. And we got a note saying, follow the white rabbit. What is that? Matrix. Matrix. So Edward kind of stops in front of this doorway and they're like, ooh, where are you? Like, is he where? yelling down the fucking toilet? He is. That's a latrine? I thought so. <laughs> yes, it's a yes. weird looking toilet. Because they're looking for the, the space creature. So they're just singing around like, where are you space creature? And laughing and having a good old time while Spike's just like looking for them. He's like, this isn't hide and seek, god damn it. And he's so grumpy for a 20 year old, 20 something year old. He is. So Ed and I are just doing their thing while Ed's singing their theme song. Exploration. Exclamation. Sounds like a schoolhouse rock song. It does. I think Ed gets stuck. Is that what happens? Yeah, and then Ayn is a dog and doesn't know any better, so he keeps going. So Ed gets stuck in the ceiling because they're doing gymnastics. <laughs> and that's all we see. That is all we see, yes. And then we just see kind of Spike wandering around looking for them. He's like, answer me. Oh, God damn it. And then Ayn. We're cut back to Ayn and his little ex escapade and he's sniffing around when all of a sudden when all of a sudden oh no i was attacked and we hear screeching and yelping and it's so sad yeah we see like we see a shadow we of do. what jumps on him and it looks like like a tiny octopus or something it does yeah it's got looks like, like a bunch oh, of legs shit so then spike runs after the noise that he's heard puts on his heat vision goggles and whatever and he sees through the ceiling of where he's at where ein is mm -hmm. and so he goes up to see him and he's he's down and this is so sad like this he goes over to Ayn and he's like hang in there where's ed i can't and he's all he's all you. whimpering and he looks hurt it's so sad yeah. and then uh spike hears little gurgling noises so he puts on his glasses and he notices something coming towards him yeah the tiny little thing the thing that he ignored the, the thing last that he time. thought was a malfunction <laughs> what an idiot and it's coming to him and he's just standing there he's got the dog and he's just like okay i'm gonna back up real slowly and it's like no you it's need like to this run. thing is running at you, you. you it's run. it's too late to back up slowly it's already knows where you are yeah and so he's he finally starts running and he goes down but he stops like an idiot and it gets close to him and idiot idiot stupid he would not last in a horror movie he's in one right now and he's not lasting he's very not well he's doing a good job idiot stop i'm sorry That's my husbando <laughs> okay meanwhile more than half the crew are out of order. C commission. Are out of commission. Yeah, they're all down for the count. So Spike's like, all right, not playing around this time. And he literally loads up with everything. Flamethrower, mm -hmm. net, belt, grenades, so swords. swords. Like, he's got everything. And he looks the damn fine. <laughs> Look A flare him. gun. Look at him. Eyeballs. Lizard tongue. So then we're at this place. I don't even think we've seen this place before in the ship. Oh. And he's setting the coordinates for autopilot, I guess, in case something bad happens to him, which is like, uh-oh. Okay. E. So and they said they were like 82 hours away from wherever they're going. Yep. 
Who knows where that is? Who knows where that is? But once the root is in, it cannot be changed. So he set that in, and now he's going hunting. We're hunting humans. No. Whoa. Okay. But he turned off the selective gravity, which is uh, whatever. <laughs> so he's just floating around. But not always. I want to see a map of the ship to try and figure out, like, maybe it's because there's some gravity in the ship that's stronger than it is yeah. on some parts of the ship. Because, like, he floats right, in he... there, and then he lands, and there's gravity here. So, like, the little wheelie place is when they can actually walk, but when they enter hmm. there, they start floating. So it's, it's got to be some, like, different hmm. parts of the ship. But I'm I don't know. I'm sure you can find a map online. Oh, yes. So then he's looking for Ed, and he notices Ed's little uh, heat signature thing is dropped. And then he's like, oh, no, must have gotten them, too. But he says her. He says her, which but, is... But, I uh, mean, non-binary, they can go by any pronoun. Yeah, and I don't know, like, once he said that, I was like, Ed does seem like the kind of person who would probably respond Anything. to any pronoun and not care either way. Yes. So, I mean, they is obviously the safest one. It is, but Ed seems like, like you said, Ed seems like the type of person that's like, I'm whatever you want me to be. Yeah. Go, Ed. Go, Ed. So, Spike's just kind of creeping down the hallway with his little heat signature looking for anything, any sign of life, whether it be Ed or the thing. I was going to say, this reminds me of the thing. Really? (laughs) Kind of. I mean, it's it's not the same, but. And he gets startled by a puddle. Splashing Aww. down. This is so cute. And he ba- he literally gets so scared. He gets knocked to the ground. And he looks up and he sees this little valve with le- liquid dropping out of it. And he points up to it. And he goes, don't do that. I love that because like that's the kind of shit I do all the time. Is I, is I yell at an inanimate, inanimate objects. objects. Or like when you run into a door. Oops, sorry. I know. And you say, sorry. You oh, say, that's such. Too. Yeah, ope, obviously. Ope. It's ope. a very Midwest thing. Yes. And it's so true. So funny. Yep, all the time. I love it. <gasps> But while he's got his guard down, we notice something kind of slimy in the background lands behind him. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I'm on Foley this episode. That's my job. Yeah, I add the sound effects. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So then he sees the little thing kind of scurry by him, and he's like, oh, that's it. And he's got his little net, and he throws it, and he misses. He misses. He's a stupid. Thing, no, he's not. Shut oh. up. And then it attacks him, and he falls back, looking very dramatic, and then it just it missed its opportunity to get him until he gas, tear gas. He throws tear gas at it, and then he gets in the opposite room and closes the door. So what we see of the creature, it literally is a fucking blob. blob. It looks like the blob. It looks like like the stuff. It looks like the thing from Scooby-Doo, too. The blob, the tar monster, but without the eye. Tar monster, or the blob from the movie The Blob. I don't don't know. (laughs) Starring Stephen R. McQueen. Flubber, but not green. And Stephen R. McQueen in that movie is supposed to play a 16-year-old, and he literally looks 45. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Whoops. I don't know that he actually is 45, but he's way older than 16, and it's so obvious. Ah. Um, but anyway, and it's, like, blue, and it, like, has little, it, like... It's, like, bluish black. I don't know. It, yeah, and it can, like, turn it into... It changes shape. Yeah, it changes shapes, and it has, like, it's legs. It's, like, silly putty, but deadly yeah, silly putty. I don't know. It's, uh, but uh, whatever. It's something. It's a thing. Then Spike goes into the opposite room and he takes a breather because that was rough. And he's got a cigarette because what else? And he's trying to find his lighter and he's like, I can't fucking find it. And then he's like, oh, wait, I got a flamethrower. <laughs> this is such uh-huh. a Spike thing to do. Yeah. And he lights it, but it just burns the whole cigarette. And he's like, oh, well, that sucks. Well, damn. You can still get a drag or two out of that. Yeah. But he so then he goes back in. I'm pretty sure this man went back in to go get his cigarettes because he dropped I them. I thought so. He would. He would, yeah. And then, of course, the blob thing goes after him. We see him running out with his gun and the blob thing chasing behind him. So it's like, oh, great. You've angered it. 
So he's shooting it and shooting it and shooting it, and it's getting closer to him, and then he launches himself. Yeah, he does like a fucking flip and shoots behind him. And then he gets his flamethrower! Yes, bitch! He does get a shot in, and it like stuns him. It stuns the alien blob thing. Yeah. So it's just standing there, and then he shoots it with the flamethrower. And then it like twitches, but then he gets it again. Double tap, good man. He's like, double tap. Fuck you. And then it doesn't... It shrivels? It... It's just, I mean, it's just there. It's, it's just not there. moving. It's not so moving anymore, no. that's good. And then he's like, huh, this thing kind of smells familiar. And then it cuts back to the food that he burns, and then his stomach growls. And so we're like, uh, Uh-oh. you're not going to eat this, are you? I mean, we get it that you're hungry, Spike. That's like your character. Why not? And then he's like, huh, I guess I should have eaten that stuff. The kebabs that he just wasted? Yep. And he's yes. like, well, I'm sure there's still some in the fridge. Fr- oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. <laughs> So then he's like, I remember now. I remember everything. It was about a year ago. I got this, this Ganymede rock lobster and I put it in this fridge for later so no one else would eat it. I thought it was just a rock, but it was a rock lobster. Rock lobster. So he's like, I put it in the fridge so no one would eat it, but I left it there for a year because I'd forgotten about it. He's like, I wonder what it looks like now. And he opens the fridge. How would you describe it? In this? slow motion. In slow motion. I would describe it. It's very dramatic. As gooey. Stranger Things. It does. Yeah, upside down. It looks like the upside down. <laughs> it does look Good like call. the upside down in the Just a, but like with a little bit more goo. And ocean. Yeah, yeah, it looks oceanic. Like There's some that, coral reefs. Yeah. It's, and his uh, eyes are just widening and we're like, oh god, and he shuts the door in horror. He's like, oh my god. This is such a weird twist on what this episode was. Isn't it? <laughs> this alien thing came because he left a fucking lobster in the back of the fridge. What a strange reveal. I know. I wouldn't but expect this, it. This whole scene is really cool when he's getting rid of the fridge. Yeah. Like, I love this whole process. So he he turns the dial and the alarm starts, starts ringing through at the bebop. And he's kind of opening a door... And stopping the gravity mm-hmm. to kind of push the fridge out into the vacuum of it's space. It's very reminiscent of Inception when all of his incapacitated crewmates start floating up from their beds. Oh, absolutely. Uh-oh. And then we notice back in where he burned the goo thing that the goo thing is gone now. It's gone. <gasps> so we're like, great. So not only is he trying to get rid of this fridge, but he's now got the goo thing on the, on the loose. I'm so glad he's getting rid of the fridge and not just, like, cleaning it. Right? Because, <laughs> like... You know, I'm a Virgo, but even at that point... That I was, was just too much. Even at that point, I recognized that fridge has got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so then he notices the fridge is passing by him to get to this this door to open into space, when all of a sudden, the goo creature is on it, and it taps ah! him. It does, yeah. No, and it, it bites his wrist, yeah, and we're like, oh, him. crap, and it scurries away. Mm-hmm. That's all we've seen of it. I think that's the last we see of it. No, nope, no, nope, nope, it's nope, not. Nope. I'm right. I'm wrong. You're right, you're wrong. I'm wrong. I'm right, you're wrong. So then Spike's like, that's just great. Yeah, fuck. And so the fridge is has bounced up against the door, and he's like, oh, great, now i got to push this back down. But not only that, the door is now opening. So we're like, crap! Right, now the whole ecosystem's Come coming up. after us. So he's quickly, like, opening the door to space, and he's holding on to, like, this ladder so he doesn't get sucked up into the vacuums of space. He's got to push the freaking fridge back down with his lanky ass legs. Do it, baby! And he does it. He does it. He does it. And it goes, and then he closes the door, but his his hand, like his wrist where the thing bit him, is weak. So he's like close to falling. Mm-hmm. He's like hanging on for dear life. He manages to like start closing the door, but it closes very slowly. Very slowly. 
slowly enough that like when he loses his grip it's dangerous like mm-hmm. oh fuck this this guy's going out into space yep like that's it no more floating act so then yeah he lets go and he's like ah, ah! and he lands against the door Clunk. and it knocks him the fuck out yeah ouch ouch and then we see the fridge and then this is spike's lesson he's like that's the story and what was the real lesson don't leave things in the fridge <laughs> not even clean your fridge just don't leave things in the fridge well, what are you supposed to do with your fridge then if not leave things that's in what it? it's meant to do i know i guess just don't leave things in there for a period don't forget about things cut to ed which we were like oh thank god they're, they're okay they're okay ed's sleeping in this in his anti-gravity state they notice the blob thing coming towards them and he's like oh more pudding and they eat it then they just pick it up and pop it in their mouth like i get it you're a kid but <laughs> oh my god but then we get like that's it they're they're lying from the opening of the show and they're like no no i can't eat anymore and it's just like okay <laughs> i loved it i thought it was like what a great solution just fucking eat the thing it's dead now i love so, it so while the ship is going into autopilot we're cutting between the, this dancing number it's a beautiful number it is and it's just jumping back and forth between the crew floating in in anti-gravity and then the the fridge sparkling and floating into the abyss of space and then that's the end of the, the, that's the end of the episode that's it. i i like it i like this episode because it's, it's like there's no resolution besides nope. the fact that ed ate the fucking alien that's it. and that's all we get well it was a lobster <laughs> yeah, yeah i guess so I guess there was. there was no description of what they got or if it was cured because they don't even talk about it in the next episode, which we will talk about right after the break. I think I, I that was a good segue, but I'm not done talking. <laughs> I think my theory is Ed ate the fucking thing and that uh-huh. that, that neutralized the poison. Oh, I don't know why. Ed's the hero. That doesn't make any sense, but that's what I'm going with. I mean, I believe it. Good stuff. I believe it. Well, anywho, anyway. we're going to go take a break and we'll be right back to talk about episode 12. Great. So enjoy these words from our sponsor. Wasn't that a great sponsor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Did you have a great time with that one? Yeah, it was a good one. Was that your favorite one? <laughs> no. No? No. I liked it when we self-promoted my show. <laughs> Which is on Amazon Prime, by the way. Oh my god. Watch Bulge Bracket now. Nice. Well, welcome back. We're going to talk about Cowboy Bebop episode 12. 12. Which marks our halfway point. That's a magic number. That's three. School no. House Rock. They got school three of rock. in the family. Wait. It's a magic number. No, I was talking about School of Rock. I'm talking about School House Rock. Well, yeah. I'm talking about school I'm of just rock. a bill. Yes, I'm only And 54 a bill. is a 45 more than what is the answer, Martha? Nine. No, it's eight. No, it's nine. Three. Yes, I was just testing you. It's nine. And that's a magic number. You say school of rock. I say school house rock. And one is superior. Excuse Which me. Which one is That's superior? That's up to you. It's not gatekeeping. Ow, stop touching my nipples. I'm not touching your nipples. You karate chopped that was my your nipple. Peck. Can we 
we talk about the show now? I don't want to talk at all. Fine. I'll talk the show. Fine. All right. Let's talk about what I really want to. Hentai picks. My top fave. You talking hentai over here? Yes, we are. Actually. Whoa! Let's go tentacles. Let's, no, actually, oh. uh, let's talk about Cowboy Bebop. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it's actually a family show, believe it or not. So we open up to desert enchanting, not enchanting. Earth. Desert and and chanting. And chanting. Arizona. Yes, correct. That's yeah. Arizona. You sure this time? <laughs> Last time it was South All America. All deserts look the same. Then we see these. I don't want to say. They look. They're Native Americans. Okay. At least that's the, uh, I don't know, visual, I don't know, that we're getting. Because yeah. I don't know that this is Earth necessarily, but like, you know. They they have Native, they look like Native Americans. So. Yeah. But they could not be, so correct us if we're wrong. But it looks like the guy who was the in the very first episode with the sand. Very first episode, a long time ago. That was so long ago. Very, the very first episode where he's like, ah, your fate. You swimming right. bird, uh, you will meet a woman who will be yes. your doom. And he's like, aha, perfect. It hasn't been the first time I, since a woman led me right. to your doom. That's I right. think it's that guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So be, yeah, it's it's look, ringing, ringing some bells. Yeah. So we look up at the sky and we see a shooting star. And uh. we see a little uh, boy with his father, I guess. And you he's sure? like, a star just fell from the sky. <gasps> And he's like, that's not an ordinary star, my son. That's no, no. no moon. That star, nice. That star is the tear of a warrior. And the little boy is like, what warrior is it? And he's like, a lost soul who has finished his battle somewhere on this planet. Belfetine. Very mysterious, very mystical. Oh, he even continues. He's like, a pitiful soul who will never get to see the lofty realm where their great spirit awaits us all. And then that's all we see of those two characters for now. For now. For now. From now You know who we haven't seen in a while? The three old men. Yeah, what's up with that? I thought they were going to be like an every episode occurrence. I think they're just like a... They show up when they want to. Why? I respect that. You know? (laughs) They're old geezers. They got things to do. I hardly ever show up where I'm supposed to because I don't feel like it. (laughs) Meanwhile, in space, we get a beautiful red ship with a dragon painted on the side of it. And we're like, The ship with the dragon tattoo, if you will. Nice. But not only... (laughs) We see... The bird. Are you flipping me off right now? <laughs> yeah, it's the bird. Uh, no, we see an evil bird attached to an evil man who we know as Vicious Daddy Vicious. Vicious Daddy. Vicious. I don't remember <laughs> any jokes that we've made about Vicious besides the fact that he looks like an anime villain. He he looks like. Did how we call he him Daddy? I call him Daddy. But anyway, it's Vicious. We haven't seen Vicious in a minute. In a hot minute, yeah. Uh, maybe we haven't. I, I we haven't anyway because we haven't been. We haven't watched the show in a minute, but <laughs> yes. But we haven't uh, seen Vicious in a minute. Yes, so he's on the dragon ship, and we're overhearing a conversation of like someone on a certain planet is requesting an arrangement for some red eye. <gasps> red eye, which we haven't heard from in a minute. I know that, the, that was forever ago. That was first episode. That's the that was the first episode. Yeah, red eye. That was stri- That was the first that episode. That was the first episode. Oh my god. So the red eye is the drug that you shoot right in your eyeball. And it makes you, like, invincible. Yeah. Not invisible. Invincible. Yes. Like, untouchable. And they're like, oh, yes, they want some red eye for three... Sorry. <laughs> three or <laughs> Wait, I fucked I up too. Read for <laughs> thirty thousand wulongs per gram, and the gram is seven thousand five hundred grams total. So do the math, Chris. Okay. Do you want me to get you a calculator? No, I don't want you to get me a calculator. Two million one hundred thousand 
plus an additional. So, okay. Oh I'm God. doing the math so quick in I my head. I regret asking you. I'm doing it so quick in my head. I'm I'm sure that I'm wrong, but I think it's 2,250,000. Okay. Pulling up the kookalator. No. Right? Oh, oh my God. Oh, I was wow. not right at all. Wow. I didn't add enough zeros. Oh, no. It's two hundred and twenty-five million. Holy shit! I had the numbers correct. I just didn't add enough There's zeros. A lot of money. Fun fact: uh, Chris is very good at math, but yes. this was not one of the cases where he. I've also good. had three drinks today. <laughs> Leave me Jesus. alone. So they're talking about meeting up with a certain someone on a certain planet to uh, exchange red eye for some wulong. A drug deal. Yes, a drug deal. And they're like, "Are you sure this guy on this planet is legit vicious? Because you're in charge of this." And Vicious is like, oh, yes, he's a Titan veteran. We were in the same squadron, so they're military buddies, basically. Ah. Then they're like, are you sure? Like, you're still in good, good, um... I don't know, standing cahoots, uh... <laughs> I don't know. conversation, good tiding. Are you, like, in, are you still in a good relationship with him, basically? They're like, are you sure, like, he's legit? Because this planet, called Callisto, is in a financial depression. So mm -hmm. if you're lying to us, that'd be bad. There's no money there. There's no so. money. So we need our fucking money. And uh, these people that he's making, these like. They're frogs. They're Yodas. I was. Homie, I was gonna say they look like Yoda. <laughs> We're on the same page. Look at us go. But you know what they look more like is fucking Mel Brooks' Yoda interpretation in Spaceballs. <laughs> And I can't remember his character's <laughs> name, but he looks yogurt? like that. Is yogurt? His name yogurt? I think it might be. I'm yogurt. pretty sure it's just yogurt. I remember it's called the Schwartz, and it's a ring in a cereal box. I just can't remember oh his name. Pizza the Hut. <laughs> Pizza the Hut. I don't even know what is the what is their Let relationship with him. Let me finish. Okay, sorry. Right. So Vicious is talking to I I think there's three or four of them, and they're like, "Listen, we need you to get the money." Are you sure you, tr you trust this guy? Because if you don't, then we're going to be very disappointed in you. And if you're trying to deceive us, don't try it. Because we're a dragon. You're a snake. And if you try it, we're going to beat your ass. And Vicious is like, oh, why would I deceive my own mentor? Like, you can trust me. Like, we're both bad guys. I got this, basically. That's what's happening. Right. So he's bit. talking to his mentor. Yes. Zuh? Plural? Is it just one guy? Because there's like 10 of them up there, but they all look the exact same. I, am, I don't know. I couldn't hmm. tell you. All right. Uh, and they're like, okay, well, we trust you, but we don't really trust you. So, Lin, <laughs> you're going to go with him. You're going to accompany him on this journey. And Lin is fine. Sure. Look at him. <laughs> Lin's boy. fine. Because um, he's, but he's like cute fine. Yeah. He's, he's got like, like a boyish face. He's kind of, yeah. He looks like the type that would make you breakfast in bed. And they're like, are you sure you can handle it? It's very chilly down there. And then Vicious is like, oh, I don't need it. Cold climates don't concern me. So basically he's Elsa. I was going to say, Vicious vi anyway. Vicious really said the cold never bothered me anyway. <laughs> That's his favorite Disney queen. And then these guys, if Vicious couldn't have been more evil, they're like, oh, never mind. You're right. You can't handle the cold climate because your ice is as cold and dark than any planet. Your, your heart. What did I say? You said ice. It was such a good setup. And what, then did I it. really say ice? He said, your ice is cold, blah, blah, blah. It's oh like, God. well, yeah, in the freezer, maybe. Your heart is as cold as any other planet, so ha, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> what were we thinking? Of course you can handle the cold climate, because you're the coldest fucking person we know. Exposition, maybe. Maybe. And then they're know. like, Who oh, says that? you're colder than the eye of the snake about to strike. It's very, like, they're literally feeding him lines of, like, you're evil. 
I you know. got this. <laughs> Whatever. You <laughs> got this. It's a television show. <laughs> it is. And then, oh, here was the line where it's like, now remember, Vicious, a snake cannot eat a dragon, which, duh. But, um. The dragons don't exist, stupid. Stupid. But no, it's obviously a metaphor of the syndicate that he's a part of being the dragon, and then he's the snake. So if he tries any funny business, they're going to kill him. So back in space. <laughs> Look at this evil-ass bird. He's got an evil-looking evil bird. bird. Um, so then Vicious is talking to Lynn, yes. and he's like, I'll be fine by myself. I don't need you anyway. I, and then Lynn's like, oh, hell no, I'm going with you. Like, I don't want you to go. And then he goes, then be aware. <laughs> I'm evil. <laughs> if you want to survive, you have to betray me at times. This boy is so evil. This boy's comparing himself to Jesus. He literally, he's, he's like, got a God, Judas, God, God listen, complex. Listen here, Judas. Listen. Betray me or die. <laughs> Whatever. And then Lynn's like, oh, no, never, sir. That would go against the will of Vaughn. Okay. Who's so Vaughn? Vaughn is the syndicate's name that they're a part of. I don't know what it cool. stands for. It's just Vaughn. Vaughn. Or Van. Yeah, and then Vicious, like, Vicious is just like, such old-fashioned thinking makes me nauseous. Like, totally just freaking What even? I don't know. hating on this guy. And Lynn's like, no, I'll protect you it's for the honor of the fucking... red dragon. Like, it's literally nighttime and daytime talking to each other. He's just so fucking too cool for school, you know? Yeah, we got Moody, and then we got Overachiever in one room. Is he even an Overachiever, though? Lynn's just like... Lynn is an Overachiever. He's like, I want to protect you. I want to help. Let me help. Let me help. He's a Golden Retriever. Vicious even brought it up, though. He's like, because Lynn was just like, oh, you want me to stick with Vicious? Okay, cool. And then Vicious was like, get out of here. I don't need you. And then Lynn's like, I'm so... I'm, this no, is my I, job. Like, I'm supposed to come with this you. This is my job. That's what the guy said. Did you not hear him? Did I'm not- coming with you. <laughs> and he's like, no. Nah, nah. Big smart we'll be words. Be Judas, betray me. He's like, dude, I'm just trying to get my paycheck. <laughs> he just wants to get his money. Like, straight up, dude. That could I, be it. I just want to. I just think he's a golden retriever, but he could <laughs> okay. just be wanting his paycheck. No, but he just seems like a sweet guy. He does. Anyway. Cut to the title screen. Oh, shit. We're only at the title screen? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Spike is awoken in a sweat. Same. A sweet. He's like, man, it's hot. I agree. What the hell? It's 98 he, degrees in October. He must be in Los Angeles during 2020. Look at Ayn with his tongue. I just noticed that. <laughs> Poor Ayn. Poor So Ayn. we see Edwards on the floor doing their little computer thing. What? Literally. <laughs> what is Ed Spike's doing? Spike's like, where is everybody? And I'm and Edward's just like literally vibing with the colors going on his screen. He's like, I don't know. Ein looks a thousand miles away. He does. They do. What Sorry. is happening? And then Spike's just like, God, what a depressing group. So then he goes to find a jet and he's like, what's happening? Why is it so damn hot? Like I'm trying to sleep, but I can't. It's all muggy. And Jet's like, oh, we're experiencing some technical difficulties and flies him over the note. With some selective gravity. With some selective gravity. The note is saying, like, I'm leaving without saying goodbye. Please don't look for me. Da, 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 da. So Faye has left. Yes. And, and Spike is overjoyed. Spike seems really happy like, about free it. free at fucking last. Oh, my God. <laughs> but not only did she leave, she took all of the cooling system. And antifreeze from the cooling system. which like is their AC. Right, which is making it muggy and hot. But not only that, she also took money from the safe. All of the money from All the safe. All of their money. All of the three coins that they've earned throughout this entire show. Exactly. Because <laughs> they never fucking get paid. Exactly. So that changes Spike's mind when He's like, ah, he goes shit. from overjoyed that she's gone to fucking hell, let's go find her. 
So Ed is vibing to some cartoons on their screen, and they're speaking Japanese. Spike and Jet are just watching. Yeah, because what is happening is uh, Ed is looking looking for her, yes. looking for uh, Faye somehow, some way, somehow, because they're a super hacker. Yep. And so they're like, oh, found her. And Jet's like, oh, could it be? Let's see, because they're looking for the money. Mm-hmm. And then Edward is like, oh, let's see, code name Julia. And literally... <laughs> Spike drops the cigarette out of his mouth and runs to the screen. And he's like, where is it? Where is that signal coming from? But we get like a little flashback glimpse of the woman with blonde hair that we saw. Yeah. His ex-lady yeah. and also Vicious's also ex-lady? Vicious's ex-lady. And also her name is Julia. Did we know that? Nope, I don't remember. Okay. So her name is Julia. Yeah. Apparently. So he literally leaps out from Julia. where he is. And he's like, where is that coming from? And Edward's like, um... Let's see. It's pretty close. Looks like a the Blue Crow in Callisto, which is the same planet that Vicious is on. Right. Callisto. Spike's just trying to get more information until Edward is just like, I got cut off. Oh, no. So cute. They sound really sad about it. So then Spike literally grabs his coat and he's leaving. He's running. Running. And then Edward gives some very interesting information. They're like, oh, at the Blue Crow on Callisto, apparently there's no women on that planet. Hmm. What a sad, sad life. I know. What a disappointing planet. Jet is just like, hold on, wait a minute. That solidifies this. This could be a trap because there's no women in Callisto. (laughs) And then Ed's just like, am I done now? And just literally crashes on top of Ayn. Poor Ayn. I know, falls right on top of Ayn. (laughs) Ayn's trying to get up. And Ayn can't get up. So how fucking heavy is Edward's head? (laughs) They're really smart, so. Ah, good point. I love, I love that Spike has a pink coat what i'm confused about is why is spike thinking about taking a coat if it's so hot and humid on the fucking it's cold thing? on the planet but do they know that yes did i miss something again no they know that you missed something did they say that because in the last scene with vicious and the raisin people you're so right now i remember like, the climate is bad so if they know it then edward definitely knows it and edward probably told this information yeah, to spike so you're absolutely right about that i really that. am so then jet's like hold on this can't be the right julia it's a common woman's name like you're getting ahead of yourself and he's like what about Faye?" and it's like oh what, 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 what about what, what about Faye?" Jet's like, we can't just leave her. Come on. This is terrible. A woman can't make it out there alone. He's talking about the planet specifically. Yes. But still, way right. to undermine women, Jet. This This planet specifically because there's no women there. Yes. And I did, I managed to make that distinction as well. Yes. Because Faye is definitely the kind of woman can who take can care of take herself. care of herself. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. But if she's just in a woman, if she is a, man, a woman a surrounded world. by nothing but men who are not around women. Yes danger and then just just like aren't you worried about Faye? well i'm worried because of all the money she took like we need to get that back that's our number one priority and spike's like no 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 so spike gets into his plane he's like well i'm gonna go look and if you're not that's fine and this line my ovaries scream <laughs> scream every time because literally spike just says i'm going to look for my woman you go look for yours and it's just like ah <laughs> good sir okay to be called his woman, my lord. All right, good stuff. With his deep voice, good God. Mm-hmm. Good God. Ladies and men and non-binary friends who are attracted to Spike Spiegel, am I wrong? <laughs> am I wrong? You're probably not wrong. No. He's like, I'm going to go look for her. You go look for the other one. Are you going to help me or aren't you not? 
and then Jet's just like, ugh, ugh, and they literally have a fight again. These guys always fight over each other, and Jet's just like, that's it. Yeah. I worked for you for three years, but this time you've gone too far. I'm not playing your silly little game, so when you leave, don't bother coming back. Why are you pointing at me when you say that? Did I do something wrong? Let me get a white car real quick. Yeah, go right ahead. Jet's just saying, oh, you're being stupid, and I'm done with you. Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll watch the smoke pour out the doors. Bring marshmallows. We'll make, make s'mores. We can smile and, and cuddle, cuddle while the fire burns. I was meant to be yours. We were meant to be one. I can't take it alone. Finish what we've begun. You were meant to be mine. I am all that you need. You carved open my heart. Can't just leave me to bleed. Veronica, open the open the door, please. Veronica, open the door. Veronica, can we not fight anymore, please? Can we not fight anymore? Veronica, sure you're scared. I've been there, but I can set you free. Veronica, don't make me come in there. I'm gonna count to three. One. To fuck it. Uh, okay, we're done. Oh, nice. Thank you. Nicely done. So Spike flies away, and he's going on to the cold planet where Vicious is. In a bar, we see beautiful Faye having a smoke and having a drink at this bar. Mm -hmm. I think it was called like the Blue Crow, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, that's. I think that's what it was called because they've mentioned it like twenty times in the show. No, they mentioned it twice, and I don't remember. Two times ten is twenty. We're fine. Stop. So we see also a very sexy saxophone player. <laughs> you did that on purpose. I did. That was nice. I, did I liked just it. For you. <laughs> we see a very sexy saxophone player. Nice. He's sexy. I mean, what more he do you need is. to know? What I mean, more that's, do you need to know? That's... He looks like a howl from Howl's Moving Castle. He does. And I love that. And I've seen that movie. I think I mentioned that in our trailer. You but did. he does look just like Howl. Mm. Saxophone? That's a sexy instrument to know how to play. Oh, yes. Like, That's if nice. they can work, because it's all a matter of <laughs> blowing. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> and if a man knows how to blow with his lips like that, then you bet your ass he knows what he's doing. My God. That's all I was going to say. It's true. Did you ever sure. get that music lesson with the trumpet? You have to go. Yeah. Be like. Yeah, I know. I, I guess I'm familiar. Ah, so, anyway. meanwhile, Spike's looking for his woman. And we see a very angry guy with a sledgehammer, and he's like, Oh, woman, I don't know any woman. And Who's then, the guy who sledgehammers watermelons as a comedy routine? Oh, Gallagher. Gallagher. I was on stage with him. What? Yeah. How old is he? This was How like his farewell tour. Anyway, all that to say, this guy reminds me of Gallagher. Because he's just a guy. A buffoon with a hammer. A buffoon with a hammer. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, and then Spike's just like, any rumors of a woman? And the guy's just like, nah, I don't have any luck with them. I'll tell you that. And he's like, what about Julia? Does a name Julia mean anything to you? And he's like, oh, you should have mentioned that earlier. There's a girl named Julia out front of this place. And of course, with that information, Spike makes his merry way. Oh, yeah. And that's the last we see of Gallagher. Yeah, because Gallagher's like, let me, oh, he's gone. He's gone. And then we see a beautiful specimen. Mm. And I hear they're just like, oh, sorry, sir, but I'm not Julia. I'm Julie S. Julia. A beautiful man. An escort, if you An will. An escort. And I would assume that 
dressed in drag. I think it's just, I yes. think I'd say drag queen. I would think so. Yeah, because especially like the conditions of this planet that there's no, no women. Men. There I'm is sorry, no women. No women. There's plenty of men who probably get a lot of business dressing up as women Absolutely. and working as escorts. They're doing their job and I appreciate yeah. them for it. I for sure. I I don't remember. I listened to a podcast. I cannot remember what podcast. I can't remember who was talking on it. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was it was some woman in stem woman if you in will. STEM. um talking about the fact that like most men are willing to experiment with other men in sexual scenarios and still this. consider themselves straight i've heard of this yes yeah and uh which i think is great yes whatever you're comfortable um, identifying as you and know? i think like in this scenario it exists just the same like yeah. i don't think there's anything wrong with uh experimenting yeah you know experimenting and like you know if you're and if in you a... like it great and if you don't then that's fine you yeah, tried it for sure it's like food yeah and if you don't want to experiment then you don't have to then you don't have to you know it's that's, your choice that's the beauty of your it body, it's your totally choice. your fucking business and no one else's so you do you boo you do you boo boo so spike walks up to julius and he's just like oh my mistake and then julius has the nerve has the nerve which same Julius is like, well, if you're looking for company, you're just my type. Same, honey. Same. And then Spike's just like, oh, thanks, but I already have plans. Let's mention the fact that Spike is now wearing his big pink puffy coat. Beautiful. And it's, I love it. He looks so good, doesn't he? I mean, it's just, it looks so comfortable. It does. It's just so big and poofy. And he's got this, his little stick legs sticking out yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I like it. it. The man has no ass. <laughs> I don't know. I appreciate because I mean, like when I wear my big sweaters, I look like this because my my skinny jeans are real skinny. Yep. So you appreciate I, it. I like the look it's of the a fit. of a big floofy top and real skinny legs. He looks great. <laughs> and it's a good look. And then Julius drops some more like little info. They were like, "Oh, if you're looking for somebody, Gren might be able to help you. So keep a lookout for them." Gren was Gren. it? Gren. 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 And uh, Julius is like, I've seen him with men on occasion. Oh, sorry, I've seen him with women on occasion. So mm-hmm. that's probably your best bet. And then we see more beautiful drag queens come up. And they're like, oh, a customer. And then Julius is like, oh, I'm afraid not, darling. Can't you see he's straight? <laughs> and they're like, come on, we got to go. And then Spike's like, Gren, wait, who is he? Where is he? And then <laughs> Julius is like, oh, you want to be my date? I wish Spike had a better reaction, though. Yeah. I was kind of like, that's a bit homophobic yeah because yeah he did have a very shocked reaction like oh i don't want to be your I know, date but it sounded like he said ew and yeah. that just kind of bothers me a bit yeah maybe he, maybe he just went Ugh, like shocked but yeah i don't know i don't know I'm yeah i don't be know ignorant and say that he was shocked and not homophobic i know and like again like, I, like please i love this man. like was mentioned before i love to give people the benefit of the doubt and it's just like he's just not interested he's that's not all interested. and that's fine and plus this was also the 90s it is the 90s, yeah, so obviously this is way more of a stigmatized time. But in 2070, it probably would be a different and deal. This one has a 5 o'clock shadow. I didn't notice that. You before. didn't notice that? No. <laughs> so they're like, oh, yes, you're looking for Gren. He plays sax at the Blue Crow. Sa- Wait a second. Wait a hot, diddly minute. The saxy sax player? The saxy sax Is Gren? Interesting. He needs a better name. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a great name. It's not a Honestly, Glenn name. Fucking even Glenn would be better, and it Glenn would. is not a great name. It would. Sorry to all the Glens out there. Sorry, Glenn. Are people named Glenn still? Yeah. Have you met a Glenn? Not personally, no. There you go. I know, like, oh, my mom's work friend is friends really? with Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
the fuck just <laughs> What the fuck am I looking at? It's why you don't pause when you watch anime. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'll try to explain what's happening here. So, it's a bird. So oh my we, god! So face sneezing. We cut to another scene, and in the start of the scene, face sneezes. Oh my god! And Lauren just paused in the middle <laughs> of, the, of the sneeze. No one looks good mid sneeze. And I don't even know what to say. She looks ridiculous. <laughs> she looks. I don't know what to say. She looks like a bird. This is such a funny frame. <laughs> so yeah, Faye sneezes sneezes three times in a row, and she's in the bar. Oh, I don't know if we clarified. We did change the scene. Yeah, I, I said that much. But. She's in the bar and she's sneezing up a storm three times. And at, oh, her little nose is red. And at the very end, we hear, take care. Take care. Oof. Yeah, and we look up and we see the sexy saxophone player. <gasps> Who is named Gren. <laughs> yep. Which makes him slightly less sexy. Stop it. I'm going to pretend that his name isn't Gren. I'm okay. Hal. Hal number two. And he goes, that was a pretty close one. And she, <laughs> the face... She's like, excuse me? And he's like, when someone sneezes and no one says, take care, uh, you'll turn into a fairy. In now, what I world? didn't know what fairy he meant. I thought he meant gay. I Like don't... fairy as in gay or huh. fairy as in pixie? Because like, I, 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 fairy... I, I didn't think gay. But now that well, you mention that. he mentions his sexuality. That is also true. But then also... In the context of the world that we're in right now, the yes. fact that there aren't women, there probably is a kind of stigma around being gay. Probably, I would, even though, I would, like, I'm I would sure, assume since it's a planet of men, yeah, there's gotta be. Because hey, you know, men suck. So not all men suck, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah, know, yeah. But like, even in a world full of men, there would men would still find a way to stigmatize being gay. Absolutely, hundred percent. So when he says. Yeah, so that's when, a. I, that's yeah, what I thought when he I, when he I said, didn't think of when that. When someone doesn't say take care, they'll turn into a fairy. It, that could easily be it. I mean, I don't. You don't hear it much nowadays, no. but like but it, it, 90s, it can it can be used as a derogatory term for absolutely. Like gay fruity. men for sure. So either that or just a legitimate mythical creature, fairy, whatever. We could just be reading too much into this, but I very I, easily. But I don't think so. But in the context of the world, it may make sense to to speculate on that a little bit, and I hadn't before, so. Thanks for bringing that up. Absolutely. Take care is not something that we say, say to each other. You. We say bless you or God, or God bless, bless you. you. One of the two. Um, I hate when you say God bless you and there's some people that's like, I'm an atheist. And I'm like, yes, that's okay. I'm still blessing you because you sneeze. That happened to me at work one time and I was, somebody sneezed and I said, God bless you. And he was like, don't push your religion on me. And it's like, dude, I wasn't Whoa. trying to push anything on you. I was just saying bless you. I was being polite. I'll say go to hell next time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we had a teacher at my high school who was uh, atheist. And literally, when people said, God bless you, if someone sneezed, he'd be like, get the fuck out of my classroom. Like, he was so evil. That's so It was bad. Dumb. It was real bad. Just take it for what it is. It's just someone it's just being a... fucking respectful. Exactly. I'm drinking too much. Yep. So <laughs> then, oh, and then this part, back to my original uh, thought of when he's like, oh, if I don't say take care, you'll turn into a fairy. Faye's rebuttal was, well, I guess that's okay because I'm already a fairy. Is she a lesbian? <laughs> did she just come out to me? <laughs> did she really just say that she's a lesbian? Or does she, does she like men? I don't know, man. I, I want to say she's a lesbian. I'm sure you do. So take it. 
Take She's it and like, run I'm with it, baby. I'm already a fairy. Don't you know that? You do it. You do you, boo-boo. And then he grazes his beautiful coat all over her. And it's like, <laughs> and she's just like, I'm not as simple as I seem, Mr. Saxophone. And then he flat out just says, well, I'm fucking gay. So <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, well, just no, like he, that. <laughs> he just says, um, women aren't my style. Sorry. So this man is a beautiful, beautiful man, but he's gay. I'm so mm. sad. I, as we were watching the show, you had that reaction. I feel like this is not the first time you, I forget. you found, I a forget. Man, found a man attractive and he turned out to be gay. I remember that happened with Lee Pace. Oh, that was such a sad day. That was such a sad day. We were watching Pushing like, Daisies. man. He's straight up and he's tall and he's handsome. He's, and then you were like, oh, he's gay. I'm like, you're I know. fucking with me. Not fair. Uh, I love Lee Pace so much, though. Well, he loves you, too. He's so sexy. He, well, you date him, then. Let me know how it goes. Nah, it's fine. Make a pie with him. See if I care. So then he's like, women aren't my style. Sorry. And Faith's like, oh, oh, what a pity. Same. And he's like, however, all the other boys in this bar are quite interested. And we see all these scum-looking men. And they're like, haven't you heard? There are no women in this town. This would have been a great time to introduce the three old men. Gambling been. in the corner. It would have been. And it would have been great if they were like, huh? Oh, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> Just going back to their card game. He's like, what? Talking about no. Back in my day in the mines. <laughs> not paying attention. <laughs> that would have been great. It would have been great. I should have written this show. <laughs> uh, so she was like, oh, well, then I should be very popular if every man is after me. And he's like, well, you should be very careful. And she throws him back his jacket. And she's like, well, thanks for the tip, Mr. Saxophone. And goodbye. Oh, my God. He's so pretty. Meanwhile, Mr. Pink Coat, <laughs> Spike, is wandering the alleyways, and he's he walks up to a guy, and he's like, I'm looking for something or someone. So he literally gives out this line. It's like, nothing here but old bread, stale whiskey, and some gasoline. Or gasoline. And it's like, well, fine. Spike's like, have you met uh, a guy named Gren? He's like, okay, guy. How about Gren? <laughs> how about Gren? And then the guy's like, nah. And then Spike's like, okay, well, later. And he leaves while all these other guys, including the one who smokes, are following behind him. And all these guys are wearing, like, gas masks? Kind of, like techie, techie gear. They kind of look like the sand people from <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. Yep. And now that I'm saying sand people, that sounds people. really racist. Is that racist? No. In Star Wars? No. Are you sure? No. Well, Spike is now running in the alleyway because these people are trailing very close to him, and they finally corner him. And Spike's just like, uh, can I help you fellas with something? Do you need something? And they're like, oh, you're vicious. And that sets Spike Yeah, that triggers off, Spike hard. Off. He's like, what did you say? And they're like, oh, where's the money? Hand it over. And they're like, and Spike literally punches a pipe. And he's like, you really think I'm vicious? You don't even know what vicious is. And it's just, you see, he looks furious. Yeah. So he's like, and he attacks. fuck off. And, and he's, he, yeah kicks everyone's ass like the badass he is he does a great job and i don't know i mean like i get it i've never i'm not an angry person but when people think things about me that i know aren't true i have a very strong emotional reaction to that yep and especially because he has a legitimate history with vicious that's not good no i'm sure being confused for vicious is very triggering it really is so and so he like puts this guy in a chokehold he's like start talking why the hell do you think i'm vicious and this guy's like well i heard from a big deal that he's coming down for some lunar red eye and he had money on him we just wanted the money all right right. literally just standing there he's like take a good look do you really think i have money (laughs) he's just standing there in his pink parka his big big coffee coat i love him but then he's like 
Julia was the fucking code word. Yep. So he came in asking for Julia, and that Ooh. made him like, oh, okay, so this is vicious. But then he, this guy makes a comment. He's like, aha, Julia sounds like some sleazy wench's name, doesn't it? That's my ex something wife it's girlfriend. a lady that's my lady you son of a bitch basically and he's like yeah it really does and he knocks this guy out Dude, he punches him in the face like <gasps> yes <laughs> daddy so then in walks in jet looking like a russian mafia guy and he's like i'll have a whiskey please with light cream it sounds good actually yeah, like at first I was like, huh? But then I thought about it and I was like, hmm. So then uh, in this bar on the TV screen, we see our favorite show. It's the Little Bounty Hunter show. It's B- Big Shots? Is that yes. what it's called? I think it's I should Shots. know this at this point, but I certainly I don't. I should know this. I've seen this show three times. There you go. And they're talking about this one guy in particular. And they're like, oh, and the bounty has been doubled. And what? the woman is like, oh, it's such a shame to see this guy go. He's really attractive. And I'm like, oh. Is it who I think it is? And it is. It's yeah. Gren. But it's also really funny because the other guy in the screen feels like he like breaks character. He's like, what are you doing? Like, you can't, Why, you you can't, can't. fall in love with the fucking bounties. <laughs> I don't know. That and was she's funny. like, well, I am. He's a handsome guy. Oh, his real name is Grentia. Grentia Mars Elijah. That's not a bad name. That's, a, that's not his full name. There's more. There's Oh, God. She said it earlier, too. Well, the, our subtitles are in the way, but... Grentia Mars Elijah is not a bad name. Not, not a bad. bad start to a name, anyway. No, it's not. So then Jet reaches for his pocket to radio Spike, and he's like, oh, wait, that's right. I'm mad at him. I'm mad at him. I've you. done that so many times yeah. where, like, I'm mad at my friend, and I would want to talk to them and be like, oh, wait, that's right. I'm mad at them. That's where the forgive and forget personality comes in great. No, I'm, I, held, I held a grudge. And so Jet's like, hey, can you turn this off? And the bartender's like, yeah, sure. And oh, don't worry. That guy's a cop. And don't worry. We're all fugitives here. I get it. And Jet's like, who, me? You think I'm a fugitive? It's <laughs> dumb because he's even like, hey, the bartender's like, e- even I got a bounty on me. And he's like, like don't you're worry. telling this to a bounty hunter. Like, dude. Calm down. And he gives him a thumbs up like, I got you, bro. <laughs> but Jet is like, ugh, what the fuck ever. I don't, not, I don't Ooh, have the energy Jet. for this. Meanwhile, Faye's running through a dark alleyway, and she hears people behind her. Oh, no, she doesn't. She's like, oh. No, she's expecting people to run behind her. Yep. And she's like, what luck? I wanted to work off this frustration, but no one's coming. Which I love that about Faye. She's like, I, well, got, kicks ass. I got these emotional issues. I'm on this planet full of men who want to attack me fuck me or fight me fuck me or fight me and i'm here for both <laughs> let's do both let's, let's that's do it. basically her attitude and i'm living for it yeah i love it so and she then just they goes show up and she's like oh yay she's you're like, all finally here. let's fucking fight let's do this and she's like oh wait oh this guy the same guy that got beat the shit out of by spike is you know like, who he reminds me of is uh tell me he reminds you of somebody too i can't remind i can't remember the name but the guy from willy wonka and the chocolate factory who is like trying to get the secret recipe for the everlasting gobstopper, <laughs> but he turns out to be working for Wonka. <laughs> Never mind then. No, I don't. He remember. looks just like him though. Anywho, while Chris is looking that up, uh, this guy is just like, "Madam, your appearance is harmful to the eyes, or are you trying to entice us?" Which fuck off, bro. And then she's just like, oh, silly me, you found me out. Just give me a minute. Let me put on my gloves. Don't want to break a fingernail, you know. And she's Arthur totally like, Slugworth. Arthur Slugworth is his name. Thank you for interrupting me. This guy. Oh, my God. He totally does. He looks just like him, right? Holy shit. Yeah. 
Very nice. And he's like the, give me the recipe of the everlasting gabstepper. So Faye is like, of course, joking about it. She's like, let me put on my gloves because I don't want to break a nail. Oh, my goodness. Women. And they're shopping. Women be shopping. And she's just like, all right, here we go. And she's kicking butt, taking names until Mr. <sighs> Sexy Saxophone Guy steps in and rescues her, quote unquote. He doesn't really rescue her. Yeah, I don't know body. why, but this kind of bugged me a little bit. It bugged me too. I was like, dude, she had no sign of struggle. She no was doing sign great. And needing help. Not only was she like actually like, she was she was doing well, she's but also this names. is what she wanted. Exactly. She was out looking for a fight. Or a and, fuck. And you came in and fucking white knighted her? Fuck you, dude. Like, dude, she didn't ask for this. She didn't want but this. But then you get a nice glimpse of his beautiful long ponytail. So sure, yeah, but I don't know. It was just like... It bothers me, though. It's like, uh, like if we were following his story, it's like, oh my God, I gotta go save this girl. Like, no, she you fucking don't. She didn't saved. She didn't want to be saved. Nope. Anyway. And then he's like, come on, hurry, let's go, and grabs her, and they're running. And she's like, uh, um, excuse me? Mr. Saxophone. Like, Mr. Saxophone, fuck. What the fuck, dude? I wanted this, bro. So she's back at his place, and they're just flirting, 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 flirting. Is that what's happening here? It's, you cannot tell me that they are not flirting with each I other. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, why'd you bring me here? He said, I heard you were a fairy. And he's like, well, why'd you follow me? And she's like, because I have no place to go. And plus, you said you weren't interested in women, so I think I'm safe. Right. <laughs> and he's like, well, I could take your money or kill you. Nice. And then she picks up this little music box. But I love what she says this. She's like, despite how I look, I may, I'm not easy prey. So she knows mm-hmm. she's a baddie. Yeah, she is. It. She's a badass. So she takes the music box and winds it up to play it, but it's not playing. And he grabs it from her and he's like, it's broken. And she's like, oh, that's so sad. It is sad. I wanted to hear some majestic music. Right? And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he puts down some glasses because they're about to have some, I see a bottle of vodka, but yeah. it's warm. And also I thought it was sake. straight vodka. Um, gross. Um, drunk. <laughs> yeah. He's like, why'd you come to... And like, to... they're not shot glasses. No, they're They're, they're full glasses. glasses. Yeah. They're like, glasses. Okay, let's just get this let's out of the way just, right now. Please. The whole scene, we just get an endless amount of very yes. sexy shots of, of Faye. Of Faye. In this she, lighting. In this lighting, and she's wearing short shorts and like a... Pantyhose over her pantyhose legs. Pantyhose and like a... I don't know, like a crop top kind of bra thing that's very revealing. Um, It shows off her cleavage. Yeah, it does. And so she's, we already know this about her. She's very sexy. And like the hair is falling out of her face because it's up in a headband, but like parts Mm -hmm. of it are falling in her face. So she looks very beautiful and her eyes are glistening. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. And it's not just like us being fucking horny. horny. (laughs) Like this scene is meant for us to be like face sexy. Yes. This is a very sexy scene. But, like, during this whole scene, she's saying really sad truths about, like, how men only want her for her looks and men are dogs always fighting over her. And when they get what they want, they kind of leave her behind. And she's like, I would rather be alone by myself in solitude than be alone in a room full of people. Which I feel that to the T. And I, it's such a cool juxtaposition in this scene. Because the fact, like like I said, like this scene is meant for us to be like, wow, Faye's really sexy. Beautiful. Her body is beautiful. Yeah. And she's saying these things that really like bring attention to the fact that like we as the audience are all thinking that. Yes. And that's, that's great. I mean, yes. I love the fact that they did that. 
And then he totally calls her out on her on her bullshit. He's like, well, you were afraid they would abandon you. So instead of sticking around to see what would happen, you kind of just cut things off before anything even began, which the amount of yes, 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 yes. The amount of yes. God, they were so close to just giving her, uh, giving a us a shot, shot of just her straight. Yep, exactly. And they knew it too. Look at her eyes. They look at each other in silence for like a brief period of moment. And you're like, <laughs> it's definitely like if he wasn't gay, you would have thought that they would have like yeah for sure smashed and she sneezes again and he's like take care Faye." when he said that though it was really like okay so he's like do you want to take a shower and she's like no i can't they'll probably be peeping toms around he's like well I'll make sure you're not one of them because i'm gonna go take one she goes well i can't make any promises same <laughs> sister so then she pours herself another straight up glass of vodka it looks dark though it looks like liquor it does I don't know maybe what it's scotchka so while he's in the shower, she's just kind of looking at photos on the wall that's of, of his past. We see him like his mom and him as a child, him playing saxophone, him as a kid. And then we see, oh, him in kind of like a desert setting with in the military. There's like a gun right there. So he's Wait, like, but oh, in the military. And then the who's phone that rings. with him? Yeah. And Faye notices hmm. that there's someone with him who's very familiar. And she hears the phone ringing at the exact same time as she's making this realization. And then she looks closer at this other figure in the photo with him. And it looks very familiar. But who? But who? And then the phone goes straight to voicemail. And it's vicious. And Gren. puts two and two together. Gren, where are you? Nice. She puts two and two together of like, it's vicious. And <gasps> Gren is in cahoots with vicious. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. And basically setting up a meeting place to drop off the money. And when it's confirmed, Vicious doesn't have an eye patch. It's, I feel like, did we confirm that already? I don't, I don't know. know. It's been so long. It's Vicious so long. doesn't have an eye he patch. He doesn't, even though if he did, just add more evil. Or a scar? He doesn't have a scar either. Those are just eye bags, honey. Yep. He's tired. Oh, poor baby. Oh, and then we get Spike entering in the scene, and he goes, are you seeing Julia behind my back? Which, he walks in on uh, Vicious. Yes, he does. Yes. It's like, no confirm nor deny so yeah spike walks in and apparently spike knows lynn so he's like lynn has yeah. gotten pretty big and we haven't met lynn before i wasn't sure of this because spike knows lynn but lauren confirmed it for me so yes. in case you're wondering lynn, lynn is, is someone a new of character. his past like vicious is yes. so we know they exist but we don't know like their history basically. we might Things learn more different. about lynn when we more learn more about spike because we're still pretty fucking blurry about Well, we're only halfway past. through the series. True death. So we have a lot more to cover. Yes. So then Spike's like, so you're using Julia's name for your drug deals? Like, what kind of person are you? Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. It's fucked up. A little up. fucked up. It really is. I think he did that on purpose, though. Just to, yeah. because he wants to kill Spike, obviously. What a guy. And then they're like, oh, well, let's fight. We haven't settled the score like last time. So they're about to duel when all of a sudden Lynn steps in front of him. And, of course, Spike can't shoot Lynn because... We don't know why, but they have a history. So sure, there's yeah. some struggle. And well, either way, Spike's fight is not with Lynn. It's yep. with Vicious. Vicious. But Lynn was given sent, orders. Given to orders him. to protect Vicious. I'll be damned if he doesn't make through with the order. You know, he's got to get that paycheck. Gotta he's got bills. Coin. You know, he's got he's got <laughs> got to pay a cat that at home. Yeah, gotta take care of his cat. Vet bills are expensive. They my are, friends. man. So as this is happening, it's jumping between Faye's discovery with Gren and Spike with Vicious. So right. now we're back to Faye coming into the bathroom with her gun. She's getting ready, and she's that's a great shot. She's <laughs> up against the wall with the shower steam, and she rips open the curtain. 
And then Spike, we're back to Spike, and he's like, Lynn, get out of the way. Oh, and then Vicious throws out some more bait to Spike. He's like, oh, Julia was here, you know, in this town. And that, of course, Spike's like, what? Get out of the way, Lynn. I'm shooting this motherfucker now. Basically. And then Lynn's like, I'm afraid I can't do that for you. I'm afraid I can't do that, Spike. Yes. And then pulls out his gun. (laughs) And then Spike's like, (gasps) cut back to Faye with Gren. And And Gren's in the shower looking very seductive. And we see titties. Straight up. Boobies. Straight up. Those Straight are nice. up. Those are a nice pair. Tiggle biggly jitties. Tiggle biggly jitties. But on. And then. F- Gren. Yeah. And then Faye's just like, oh, a woman? And then she looks down and says, which one are you? All blushing and cute. <laughs> which we uh, figured out that uh, Gren's got both. Yeah. Because. Well, Gren's got tits and a dick. Is that it? I, from what I gathered. I wasn't. Okay. Because what Gren says is, I'm both at once and I'm neither one. He might have a vagine, but we don't get to see that. So, if, use your imagination. Is it? it he, I just think he he's identifies got tits. as a as a he either way. I yes. think. Yeah, I think um, he's just got big old titties. So he might be a hermaphrodite. He might have both. Maybe. Or he might have neither. This is part one. He might be smooth down there. We don't know. We didn't see that much. We just saw well, that. She looks down, he and has that's boobies. what makes her go, "Which one are you?" So she yeah, saw a strong. I mean, it's not our business, but he just Either says way, that he's both at once. It's a strange either. reveal. It reminds me of Sleepaway Camp. But it's such and then a good he movie. pins her up against the wall, which. Mm, what a good day to be a bisexual. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> just saying. I, if someone's got both. And he leans in, and then Faye's just kind of dumbfounded by what she's made a discovery. Yeah. And we see Lynn shoot his gun, and we, we're getting a POV of a, falling. Yeah, we get in like the a snow. camera. Pan, uh, tilt it's a tilt not a pan oh. a tilt going up and then blurring out and then vicious going going well lynn falling following closely behind him and we see spike in the snow gun out of his hand to be continued my theory is his giant big puffy coat stopped the bully He's got like this little metal protection thing. That Not even. The there's just enough. There's just enough, enough feathers padding. in there, my man. I don't <laughs> Not know. Even possible. I don't know. But that's the end of the episode. That's the end so of the I don't episode. fucking know. Wow. This is a cliffhanger. It is folks. definitely a cliffhanger. Have we ever ended on a cliffhanger like this before? I don't think we have. No, because it's always ended with just see you later, space cowboy. Yeah. Because there's vignettes. It's exactly. Only one episode of vignettes. Right. Because this is a two part. This episode is called part one. It so is. I, I don't know. I feel bad that we're ending on a part one when there's a, clearly a part two. But the part two is exciting. But you're just gonna have to wait. You have to wait. Like just a like us. Pass. Well, I already know what happens. Well, yeah, of course you do. You're a fucking weeb. I know all. I see all. Well, anywho, what do you think of these two episodes? Both uh, very different. They're very different episodes. I like. It's them, the same show. If I you like believe them it. both. Uh, the first one was like. It felt like mindless fun. It was like, fun. It's like, definitely something like, hey. Even as I was watching it, I was like, this is obviously not going to impact the rest of the show. And yeah. especially at the end when like nothing was resolved, it was like, okay, it was just glitter that was there the just for fun. But it was. I it's definitely something fun. that you would watch. Like if you turned on like Cartoon Network and it's yeah. like Adult Swim and it's like playing, oh, our Halloween episodes. For sure. This is definitely a show that they would Yeah. Play. But it had enough horror elements for me because, you know, I love horror. What? And I was you? like, this is fun. Like, I had a good time with it. Okay, There's not much more else to say. I don't think it was there for anything other than just fucking Pure fun. fun. Absolutely. Um, 
But uh, this episode, this last episode, yep. uh, Jupiter Jazz Part 1, yes. was really good. And it gave us some good insight. And it definitely has me curious for what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. It's starting to pick up the pace of, yeah, of the story definitely. with Spike and Vicious. Yeah, and it was cool. I think the pacing of the show has been really good because it's like, I obviously didn't forget about Vicious, but yes. like, there's been enough time that like I haven't been like, thinking about him. thinking about it too much but as soon as they brought him back i was like oh god yeah that's right let's get back into this this story storyline let's get back into this fucking history yeah that it was uh that it was exciting the blonde woman um, has a name yeah julia. julia is her name and don't say it because spike will literally go in a blind <laughs> rage right or just blindly go to a planet without any plans yes yeah. yeah it's his woman uh and i liked it i'm i'm curious what they're gonna do with gren because they gave us that twist i hope that they're gonna do something more than that mm-hmm. like the twist goes deeper than that well hopefully um that might be wishful thinking be- well, considering the times see how he's connected to vicious that too though but i don't know i'm curious to see if that plays into it if mm-hmm. there is a history there more of this the story of what's happening with these fucking people yeah <laughs> well <laughs> If you guys want to follow us on social media, we are Weeboo and Noob on Twitter. If you want to follow me, your noob, I'm Chris Elsenbrook. That's Chris E-L-S-E-N-B-R-O-E-K on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to follow me, Lauren, you're a Weeboo. I am Lolaland underscore 17. That's L-O-L-O-L-A-N-D underscore 17 on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening, guys, gals, and on Binary Palace. Once again, I was Lauren, your Weeboo. And I'm Chris, your noob. And this was Weeboo the Noob. Thank you so much for listening. And see you, Space Cowboys. You are loved. You're not alone. Bye. Bye.